Hello and welcome. We are live on LinkedIn. Hope everyone is doing well. Tony and Scott, how's it going, you guys? Going very well. Going great, Kyler. Nice to see you again. Live two days in a row, baby. Yeah, yeah, we're getting the hang of this, eh? <laughs> okay, so let me, uh, let, um, you know what? I'm just going to share, share onto my own personal profile. Uh, you guys can do the same, I guess. Um, let's see. So uh, I'm just going to take two seconds. Uh, GHP is live. And I'm going to share. Welcome. We are live. All right. So, hey, Scott, while I'm, while I'm doing this, um, mm -hmm. Tell us where you are geographically. Like I know where you are. You're, you're. Well, let me listen. You know, let me introduce you. So this is Scott He. Scott He is one of PHP. Simply, excuse me, Simply PHP's awesome remote resources. Who's all the way in British Columbia? So tell us, you know, pretty much what little town you're in in Let's British see. Columbia. So, uh, tell us a little about the area you're in while I'm doing this uh, sharing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm from the west coast um very very proud being a member because the office is in montreal and uh i'm no, on the other side of the country like, it's beautiful are. here uh, i live in nanaimo by the way it's second biggest city on vancouver island victoria is nice but nanaimo is a good size for me and so Nanaimo, Nanaimo is on Vancouver Island, right? Yeah, we call the Mid Island because it's in like the middle. Uh, Kyler, you know what I'm gonna ask you? I'm already uh, queued up. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's share your screen. Let's see. Let's see if we can zoom in on. We're not gonna zoom in on your house, Scott. Don't worry. But I want to see. I want to see where you are because that is like one of the most beautiful places in the world. For sure. Yeah. So let's um so here's a little map of where we are all the way here and here is scott i'm gonna slowly drag so it's a 51 there. oh no say a 47 hour drive non-stop if we go from montreal to, to scott's house <laughs> so here is vancouver and here's scott right right in there if you guys can see um kyler's screen because for me, I only see the, a map of uh, Canada and US. Well, I see a map of North America. So as long as it's working for you, that's fine. The so, best part of it is the ferry trip. It's a nice two hours ferry to the island. And sometimes. So, so it's a two hour ferry. So if you're in Vancouver, you get on the ferry in Vancouver and it's a two hour ferry ride. That's wow. right. Yeah. You got to take the BC ferry. And if you're lucky on the ferry, you will see orcas and lots of wildlife. Orcas, uh, seals. Have you done? Have you done the plane ride also? From you could, yeah. Yeah. Have you done both? I've done both. Yeah. Well, for my last job, I have to. What there was, and there is an office in Vancouver. The headquarter is in Nanaimo, and uh, every month I have to take a plane. And what would you what would you recommend if I was if I was if I was to come and visit you? Would you recommend that I take the ferry? First, I, I recommend taking the ferry, taking yeah, the small ride. ride. Yeah, yeah. If I can see some whales and seals on the way, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Plane is for the life in the fast lane. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, awesome. All right, Kyler, you can unshare uh, if you don't mind because, okay, that's perfect because I, I wasn't really seeing anything anyway. So, so Scott, um, enough small talk. Uh, I know that in the past you were a freelancer and now you are a full-time employee of Centrifuge. And the reason that happened is, I, I won't say it's an advantage of COVID because there are no advantages of COVID, but it was kind of like an eye-opening event for us as a company that we could actually um, use remote resources that can work from anywhere. Um, our criteria used to be that you had to be in Montreal and you had to come to the office. Every day. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's all changed now. So right now our criteria is that you need to be in Canada, which is amazing. It's opened up the whole country to us, um, including yourself. You're, you're an amazing developer. You're an amazing resource, great guy. So I wanted to know, um, my first question to you is, what advantages have you seen working full-time for a company as opposed to working independently as a freelancer? The biggest thing for me is it gives me the focus to do the actual work. Nice. When I was a freelancer, of course, you, I had to put myself out there. You know, there's up work. There is um, many other freelance sites that you sign up for, and then you wait. And so you mean you had to concentrate on, on sales? You had to do the business? Quite a bit of it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my most, most of my customers, I, uh, I ended up having the opportunity to work with uh, was through a few connections. Okay. And uh, I learned a lot of that too, is um, it's, it's difficult at first to get people to understand what you what your technical background is and uh, to prove that you can take on a project. So trust. Yeah, to establish that trust. It's true, and I can see that because when you're dealing, when you're trying to find a freelancer, and sometimes you are trying to find a company, but you end up on these freelance sites as a business owner, and all of a sudden you're trying to navigate many different people, and how do you, how do you establish trust, right? Exactly. And I think this is um, something um, an agency and uh, simply PHP have a reputation for providing excellent developers. Mm -hmm. There's decades of experience and history to prove that. Yeah. Me, I've, I've done freelance for two years. I have uh, a few different projects that you know, one is in the restaurant sector and the other one was in, uh, but they're all like small businesses. Okay. And, uh, but yeah. for an agency, you guys have a way, way more diverse profile than, than my own work. And well, uh, So a focus, that's, that's a great point because a lot of times people call us and they're already convinced, right? For whatever reason. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's a great point. So your, your focus now is much more acute because you're not worried about, oh, if I run out of work on, on this particular project, um, you know, where's my next one going to come from? Uh, and a lot of times when your prospective clients want to speak to you, it's nine to five. So you have to kind of put your current project on the side type of thing and, and talk to them. Yeah. And um, most of the time I have to 
convince people, you know, this is the problem that you, you, you need a great problem solver. And that's what I am. I like to dig into uh, yeah. the code and whether that's fixing bugs or crack a few issue or finding the best way to do, to write certain programs. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, I know the demand is out there. Like I, I just got to find it, but for me to be able to do that, I got put more focus into the, the, the human side of it. Yeah, which I know uh, developers love focusing on the human side, right? <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. I know it's, it's not, it's definitely not, uh, not easy. What about, um, so that's good to hear. That's, that's something that's a great advantage to having a full-time gig, right? What about, um, you know, there's also, let's move to collecting, you know, you have to invoice, you have to collect your funds, accounts receivable, things like that. Was that a challenge when you, when you were freelancing as well, that even- Yes. Yeah, the, the, the question that. was often, uh, people always offer a, a fixed price, but um, what comes with that is, you know, there's, there's really no such thing as warranties in softwares. When mm -hmm. I finish a project, I always, always try to do my best. And uh, yeah. I always put the QA as part of the hours but what works today might not for to, might not work for the week down the line. Definitely will work for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then you know, a good developer like me will always make sure that you know there's you're not programming something that you think it's gonna work just for the time being. Yeah. Well, so you're talking about um, more if an issue comes up uh, two three months after. Uh, I was talking more about even getting paid for your current work. So let's say you're working a 40 hour week, one, two, maybe three different clients of a freelancer. Um, yeah. You run into times where you completed the work, you had to wait to get paid or the client ended up you know, disappearing or didn't pay you at all. Did that ever happen in your, in your freelance career? Um, there's, there's one instance where th there was a late payment but um, oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody ever like just take off on me. And uh, I, I don't just pick on a project that I think, you know, you can just take off and go. Um, I yeah. like, so, well, back to what I was saying is that, you know, usually people come to me, they ask for a fixed price of something. Okay. And I say, well, if you give me a fixed price, I can do this, but you should probably think about what's going to happen after I spend those hours mm -hmm. because there is something could go wrong and depending on the nature of the project, you, you might have uh, integrations or man, many of some um, code dependencies that might break when you know, certain things, yeah. get things happens. Yeah. Um, so I, I try to stay away from a fixed price. And, uh, and I go by the hours and there's sometimes have to spend more time and they're figuring out the, the rate that works for both of us. Okay. Is that also a, an alleviation now that you're, you're working with us? Because with us, you know, you don't- you know, Absolutely. You don't, I don't have to worry, any, <laughs> worry about any of that. That's you know, I know that we have the client's trust and uh, all I have to do is do my best job 
and work up to the company's reputations. Nice. Right. Yeah. I've also, I've also, um, I don't know, and I'm sure this, I'm sure this is not, I'm sure this is not going to apply to you, but I've, I, I've known, I've, I've heard some whispers in the freelance industry that sometimes hours are being elongated. So basically, you know what, if a freelancer can finish something uh, this week, but if they don't have another gig, then they might be dragging their feet. So that that's one advantage, I think, for our clients um, when they're dealing with us as opposed to uh, a freelancer. Um, can you think of and, and I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring some up because I'm actually on the hunt. I'm, I'm trying to kind of uh, compile advantages that a client can have working with uh, Simply PHP as opposed to working as a freelancer. Mm -hmm. Can you can you see any? Well, you kind of already called them out. Can you see any other advantages that a client might have dealing with a company as opposed to dealing with a freelancer? I guess focus is one of them because you are paying. As a client, you're paying an hourly rate, you're paying an hourly fee for a developer, eight hours a day type of arrangement. And if they're looking for their next gig or doing their own personal marketing, they're not working. So do you, do you see any other advantages for a client on the client side? For sure. Um, there's always, you when you work, see when now with uh, Simply PHP, I know uh, you guys won't overthrow a work on me. You know, we won't. Are you sure? Because we like to do no, that. No, sometimes. no, no. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> if uh, what I was um, doing freelance, and actually this is um, this was uh, not too long ago, maybe like last last year. Uh, at one point, you know, I had two clients on board, and they were. I have more inquiries, so it's kind of back to the focus. When you work with agency, they deal that with you. But yeah. what on my own, like I have to open myself up and uh, consider every opportunities. And I don't know whether the project that I'm on was how long that's going to go on. So understood. Understood. There's contract I have to work out between me and the client. So um, again, it's kind of back to that. But when you work with Assembly PHP, you have project manager and uh, someone like you, Tony, that you understand whether this developer is. Uh, has that uh, capacity to focus on that the, the client that they're working for. Yeah, great point, great point. I think I could add too that when a client is working with a freelancer, let's say it's one, one or even two freelancers that are involved. Um, I, I know for a fact, because I get these calls often that a freelancer can disappear. Um, I mean, you know, basically if, if someone sees something shinier across the street, all of a sudden, yeah. They're not yeah. on their phone anymore. In fact, uh, my very, very second client um, had a, a very, very bad experience with, uh, this was, um, he was from the US and uh, he hired someone overseas and um, sure. the project, he spent like well over like thousands of dollars on the Laravel project. And um, he never got it, it was complete, but it was, it was terribly written. And uh, of course the client didn't understand, he doesn't understand code much. And uh, until someone like me come, I, I came in and look at his uh, project and I say, wow, this is horribly written. And uh, you could tell just by the performance of it. 
And the freelancer was unavailable, so the freelancer sort of disappeared. Yep. It, um, That's probably why. <laughs> he found someone on Upwork, and uh, that person had 98%. Oh wow! Reputation, yeah. So yeah. you you can't even trust that. Yeah, understood. And, uh, he learned his lesson, and uh, I gained some insight as well. See so that? You never know. I think I think that's the risk, and I and I think you probably hit the nail on the head when it comes to advantage of working with a company like us compared to a freelancer. Because let's say that that situation happened with us. I don't mean the bad code part because that's almost impossible. We, you know, we have intermediate to senior uh, developers here. So obviously that freelancer must have been a junior or whatever, but they at least a client has uh, access to me, access to the project manager, um, access to my business partner. So it's not like they're lost uh, where the, free, the freelancer disappears. And often freelancers disappear because they can't finish the project, right? So they you know that's more of a programming subject but they have recourse which is to pick up the phone and say hey where did johnny go tony he said that he was great he disappeared well guess what as a company owner we'll step in we'll get someone else hey no problem the way we have our system set up um we have access to, to the passwords and the secure vault so yeah that's definitely uh, a massive advantage um, mm -hmm. to going with a company such as ours as opposed to a freelancer yeah, so I, I ended up having, we, we chatted for well over a month, you know, just getting to know each other first and uh, okay. me on LinkedIn and uh, I was on Upwork, but um, I offered a better rate for him and uh, we just oh, talked nice. uh, and then, yeah, it was, it, there have been some time before I took over the project. And, uh, Let me ask another question, um, Scott, as far as you know, when you're a freelancer, you're basically on your own, right? <laughs> That's the definition of a freelance. Um, do you see an advantage? I know, I know what the answer is going to be, but it, I, there's, there's definitely a palpable advantage to having access to 39 other developers. And for example, as, as simply PHP, if you're stuck on something, you can reach out to one of your colleagues and, and, and help with the brainstorming. They can help Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely one of the other thing is, um, in fact, that is the, one of the, the greatest advantage of working for um, agency. You have, you can easily reach out to uh, your coworkers. Yeah. Like one message away. I, I already know that they're, they're great developers because they've been working there for so long. Yeah. And um, have you used, have you tapped into that? Uh, um, brain trust yet like the other the other developers and at PHP. yeah yeah i well i follow the development channel very very closely whenever there's a problem comes up and uh i was very very surprised to see the the influx of help nice whenever so explain, explain the development channel so that's a, a channel we have on slack that's only for developers that uh, i call it the, the geek land or the very smart people uh, channel, but that's that's basically it, right? So we have a development channel that you can visit anytime and ask for help. Yeah, and um, cool. so whenever I have a problem, you know, I, I reach out to, like, we even have a group, you know, we have a pod, a nice group, right? And so those are the people that I see on a daily basis or the videos. So it's 
no problem for me just to hey I'm, i run into uh this issue and uh, yeah, that that's one of uh i think it's one of our really really great developments we we, we implemented a couple of years ago which is you know let's say you have 39 or 40 developers that's a lot of people um so it's break, broken into um four or five person groups um that you've got your own sub uh, slack channel and yeah you guys i think you chat every morning and just say what you're doing if you've had any challenges type of thing yeah and yeah we, have, we try to make a mix so we have like a very senior developer we've got uh you know maybe another senior but you know a little less than the, the pod leader and then the intermediates so it's uh i'm glad it's working that's fantastic yeah and we 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 have lot, lots of fun talking about you know uh, it's almost always technical conversations yeah and, uh, <laughs> everyone knows what each others are doing and uh, you know sometimes if there is a a difficult bugs you know we we share all of our accomplishment you know, you know yeah. even though i spent three hours on on a bug but then but if i didn't put into that focus and effort into it you know you left unchecked and uh you were just nice. a cascade of problems. Nice, nice. Yeah. I, I think it also, that's going to kind of um, let me springboard into the vacation, the, the benefits part. So that's another point. Um, as a freelancer, I'm sure it would be difficult to take a real vacation. Um, whereas with your pods that you have when you're on vacation, one of those developers has your back type of thing. So they're already familiar with your project. Um, they have access to the vault in case it's needed. So you know what? You can actually go on vacation, right? You can you can unplug. Yeah. <laughs> and I trust Leroy. <laughs> oh, Leroy, yeah, Leroy. And Oleg. <laughs> and me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So you don't have to be on vacation and all of a sudden you've got the laptop on the beach coding, you know? Yeah. So, and I will tell you what it, what it was like as a, when I was on freelance. So yeah, yes, there's resource out there. You know, we, we still go on Stack Overflow and yeah. uh, we still go on some of these, you know, you just Google the problem and hopefully you run to a forum that might explain the problem you run into. But there's nothing quite like being able to get someone's attention and even have the ability just to chat and uh, have a conversation over the problem. And uh, that way, you know, the help is much more quicker than you digging into a forum and uh, in hope of finding a resolution. Yeah, especially if your, your, your colleagues have done what you're trying to do in the past. Um, I, I think that's super important. You know, it's true forums and Google are a big part of the developers' lives, but uh, that real life experience um, yeah, have a couple more brains simultaneously focus on the same problem. It, yeah, just easily always um, you doing this yourself. Fantastic! This is great, Scott. This is a great uh, this is a great meeting so far. Uh, Kyler, I know we we might have thrown uh, freelancers under the bus a little bit. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm just I'm asking uh very gently are there any comments or questions on the live and and again i you know i don't i don't want to throw too much shade on on freelancers but i am i, I am here to display the advantages uh, of 
not being a freelancer and, and being a part of the company. So obviously that's what we talk about, but yeah, is there anything uh, interesting happening out there? There's a lot. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to go off a couple questions. Is everyone being nice or are they being mean? No, no, people are being nice and people okay, are, cool. there's a few freelancers on asking questions just about, oh, but I'm going to, the first question is from Rico, who is our designer here at Simply PHP and it's for Scott. Yeah. And his question for you, Scott, is how do you, how did you used to deal with deadlines and did you have a few reliable devs to outsource to when you were a freelancer? Um, see, for me, the part of that is always stay engaged with the client yes i have go past the deadline that's because it goes back to the beginning of the project when there was scope creeps we we never fully agree on the things that we need to uh, accomplish in a given time and uh but i have dealt with um a very very smoothly i think back i've said you know you need to, we need to put more resource whether that's time or budget in to extend this project so that i will have more time to um uh finish it and that that did happen because i was um dealing with uh, another a few potential clients so that did put my focus away and you know i only have you know eight to ten hours a day uh to work on something so when that does happen um i i, I do my best diligence to um inform the client and, uh, you know, I don't tell them on the last day of the project and say, by the way, we need to extend that for another uh, 40 hours. And I tell them way ahead of the time. I think that's the key in all, in all circumstances is proper communication. Like you just said, that last sentence you said, uh, Scott, super important. You don't wait until the last moment to add another couple of weeks to the project. Yeah. Yeah. Daily, you, 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 we, we owe that to people, right? Daily communication is important. Another question, this is for Tony, um, kind of going off of what Scott said. As a company owner, did you expect freelancers to work during the weekends or do you expect them to work like a 40-hour work week? Um, Great question. Great question. We really, really frown on anything past eight hours a day. If, if, a, if a developer needs to work past eight hours a day, there has to be a really, really good reason. Really, really good reason. If a developer is, uh, let's say, making a big push production on a Monday morning or a Tuesday morning, of course, we expect that developer um, to be available. But when you are working more than eight hours a day, there's so many negative parts of that. You know, you're tired, you're overworked, you're stressed, you're not thinking properly. And if you are working more than eight hours a day, then that's honestly, that's a management problem in my opinion. That means that the managers or the company owners promise something that the developers cannot deliver. Now, little caveat, if there's an emergency and, and it's needed, it's obviously welcome and it's obviously done, but it has to be on a very, very rare occasion. It's, it's not something that's part of our, our culture. What is part of our culture is when you're working those eight hours a day, you're working really well. Your managers are setting the right expectations to our clients. Our clients need to know that, yeah, you know what, our guys work 40 hours a week. Um, we think this project or this, um, you know, module or whatever we're working on is going to be done at, at this time. 
and the time that the manager is quoting is coming from the developer, not coming from the boardroom. There's nothing worse than a boardroom estimate. A, an estimate that comes from a boardroom and gets thrown on a developer's desk, that's the time when developers end up working 50, 60, 70 hours a week. And we call bullshit on that. We do not do it. We also, um, our annual salary for our developers is, first, is based on a 40 hour work week. The first hour that they work overtime, they're paid overtime rates. That's, that's the way that we work. So we do frown on it, but in the rare, extremely rare occurrence that it happens, they are compensated accordingly. Um, Andrew, says, <laughs> Andrew says, great reply, Tony. <laughs> Andrew, all right, Andrew. I'm going to switch because we have a couple of questions for Tony, a couple of questions for Scott. So I'm going to just go back and forth a bit, okay? So we're going to uh, go to Scott. Scott, how did you used to deal when people, when you didn't have time to fit a new freelance job, but it was a very nice opportunity? How you used to deal with that? I, it's, it's hard. And uh, I've never actually completely turn, turn away unless, you know, it was, uh, they, they tried to lowball me. And um, so in that case, I, I don't feel very bad about, you know, just uh, kindly says no, because I know that it, it was for the best of us to, uh, to not work because their budget is low and uh, I'm super, super busy with my, um, with my current project. And so thankfully, um, I can't think of a, a project that I really, really needed to love to work on, but I had to say no because I wasn't available. Maybe there was a, a one, it was a, a symphony project. I was, uh, it was actually, they're looking just to fill, fill in um, a project with uh, a several people. And I actually really, really like one of those projects is because then it's not just totally me on, alone on the project. You know, I, I also enjoy, enjoy doing um, code reviews, look at other people's code because that's how you learn sometimes too. You, you learn from what others do and, uh, and you, you also notice the bad code as well and you will know what not to do. And, uh, but um, I had to turn it away because you know, I, I believe it was best for them because they already have things going. Um, I usually pick up a project that, you know, that desperately needs help. I think that's the one thing that um, Simply PHP is very good at. They call it a rescue project, right? You, when uh, a project is really, really falling behind the schedule and that uh, they just need that expertise to uh, bring it back to the, the swing lane. Nice. Did, did I go off topic? <laughs> I don't know. No, no, it's it was very good. A very good response. I, don't. I'm just reading all the comments because we keep getting yeah. more and more questions. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. Next one for Mr. Tony. Um, as a business owner, now that COVID is here, uh, with yeah. nearly everyone working remotely, would you consider beginning to work with freelancers or would you stick with hiring people full-time uh, internally? Great question. So we only work with our full-time employees. We, so we're in our 11th year of business. Um, we tried subcontracting maybe in our third year, fourth year, fifth year of business, but it just, it never worked for us. 
So we ended up deciding that we are going to refuse projects if we don't have the staff for them. And people like Scott is, is, uh, is a great example of what we are doing after what we've learned uh, from, from the COVID days is that we can actually hire from coast to coast in Canada and not just in Montreal, which has opened up you know, thousands upon thousands of resources. So, um, so yeah, we definitely, we have, a, we, we have a waiting list, but no, we will never subcontract. It's in our agreements that we don't um, you know, subcontract to uh, exterior resources. And I know there's a lot of great people out there, but what we do is we have a very uh, intensive interview process. And if someone's good, we're gonna hire them. That's it, we hire them, they're our full-time employee. They have uh, benefits, they have vacation. And Scott is a good example of someone that's extremely happy uh, with us. So we, we couldn't be happier about, uh, about remote resources like Scott that are from coast to coast in Canada. Awesome, guys. That's all the questions that I see right now in the comments. People are tuning in saying thanks for the advice awesome responses so i'm uh, gonna keep the questions coming as soon as they come up okay guys okay i think uh, i think we're pretty we're, we're pretty much close to to wrapping up yeah. um i got one more thing yeah yeah me too well, you go first being uh, a freelance and um and and that's talking about productivity and uh, as a developer if you want to uh, other than focus actually you need a quite a few tools to support your development. You know, if um, like, for example, I like I need PHP Storm license and this thing costs me like 400 bucks a year. And you know, if you, this, so that's $25 per month. And that is just the one of the essential tool that I need to code. And on top of that, I use browser stack and um, that adds to your monthly cost. And there is also Laracast license. It's a good resource for developing Laravel project, which I use quite often too to develop my skill. And um, and I also pay for a few uh, private virtual private servers that I use to demo my work, and uh, in, they're hosted on the node. And uh, yep, the the cost piles up, but with assembly PHP. You guys have all the resource for me. I don't have to pay a dime. That's I fantastic. Get, I didn't think about I get paid that. to use the tool. That's great. That's a great point, Scott. That's, that's yeah. really, really awesome. I use the company's license for all these things that I used to uh, pay for my own, you know, because when you're on your own, you really, really just try to cut down the cost. Yeah. And that could mean losing productivity. You know, if you, like I used to use Eclipse, as a development tool, but Eclipse is just is is nothing compared to PHP Storm. If you want to develop something in PHP, and uh, I'm nice. glad I'm I'm away from that. You know, I only use PHP Storm, and I don't have to worry about paying a monthly bill to be able to use that. Sweet. We also pay uh, Kyler. We also pay for some uh, some educational courses as well. You know, depending on on what they are to bring value to the developer's career we we pay for that as well so that's uh, oh is that right i haven't dug i yeah. haven't dug into that yeah yeah <laughs> you heard it live <laughs> yeah that's great 
What I was gonna, what I was gonna say, because I, I remember uh, pre-COVID, the the freelance thing was there was there was one there was one thing that was difficult for us as a company to compete with when we're trying to hire, you know, a resource in Montreal. I said, well, listen, I'm a freelancer, and that was I can work from anywhere, and that was impossible for us to compete with. But now we can compete with it. You can literally work from anywhere, right? As long as your productivity is there. Uh, you can be in your cabin, you can be uh, a couple hours away from the gridlock of the big city, like you are. I believe you're, you're a kayaker. I think you get in your kayak in the river, and the, the freshwater river, and it flows into the ocean, I believe. Is that what you're yeah, talking about? Yeah. yeah, in the summer is a great activity, but now it's uh, lots of rains. Four-minute walk, and I'm down to the river uh, inlet, and it's the ocean. But yeah, four minute walk, I'm down there and my kayak. And that's what a lot of a lot of people, including because don't forget, pre-COVID, we had, I don't know, maybe 40 uh, staff members in our office on Peel Street in downtown Montreal. And people that were living on the outskirts were commuting every day because that was another criteria. We had to come and work at the office every day. And now with our new education um, from COVID, I won't say advantage because there's no advantages of COVID, but our new education and our new outlook is that the person living an hour away doesn't have to commute anymore. So it's really, it's really been a, a, a smooth, eye-opening experience when it comes to remote work. So now we can say that simply PHP developers can work from anywhere. Yeah, and you, I feel like I was really benefiting from um, having a, an office at home. You know, I can get fresh air you know, just by opening up a window. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go walk downstairs, maybe meet a few people, have a little small chat, you know, that maybe yeah. 15 minutes before I actually go, go out and get fresh air. But this is undisturbed. My window is right there. I open it. I get a great view. Some rest, rest for my eyes, you know. Yeah. the fresh air. Nice. Very cool. Kyler, is there anything else uh, before we uh, before we wrap up? So we'll let, uh, let Scott get some lunch. There's one more question if you guys want to tackle it. Go for it. So this is for both Scott and Tony, okay? All right. So Scott and Tony, seeing the developer and business side of things, how was it for you when you needed to adjust budget when things weren't well estimated or the project got a new scope? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tackle that first. Um, what we do here is when needed, because we, we deal a lot with staff augmentation as well. So stack, staff augmentation is our sweet spot. Um, we very rarely work with clients with uh, small budget uh, boardroom deadlines. And we all know what a boardroom deadline is, right? The deadline that's decided by non-technical people. Um, when, we do, when we do work with those smaller um, estimates, it's all about communication. So we have B, who is our senior account manager, um, would be checking in, with, checking in with our clients daily, weekly, bi-weekly, and making sure they're informed about where we are in the project, if there's any slowdowns we're, or, or roadblocks we're hitting, uh, she informs them of that. If the client adds, so we're talking about scope creep, if the client adds um, more uh, functionality or more requirements, then that's addressed. 
that big. It's not something that's, and again, this is 11 years of experience talking for the, for, for the management of the company. So it's not something that's swept under the carpet and then we give them bad news two, three months down the line. It's something that's done communicating on a daily or weekly basis. And that's how we deal with it. We deal with it by that magic word, which is communication. I hope that answers. And yeah, for me, um, always, always act in the best interest of client. And the scope is the things that we define very well in the beginning of the project. And, um, and there's two different types of scopes. You know, if there's that user requirement, you, anybody can understand it, you know, make this button that does this and that, that does that. But however, underneath that, there is technical requirement, which if you don't understand PHP, you know, it's, uh, you'd be a little more difficult to explain. But when we talk about technical scope, we're talking about lists of a development tasks that we need to do to make sure that feature works 100% and that it's con continue to work um, less bug free. So we're, we're getting down to the implementation and, and if then, if that does take more time, it's almost always, always in the best interest of a client because we want to code it well so that you don't have to come back in a few months saying all of a sudden why this thing broke. Oh, because you know, we didn't, we didn't have enough time to care about this and that. And sometimes we, we bring it up too, you know, we, we weigh the pros and cons of, uh, we do explain that to the technical requirement down to choices so they can make choices, you know? So we can do this, but if you don't wanna do this and then here's the risk, but we always put that up front in front of the client. Nice. That's great. Uh, Kyler, anything, uh, anything else before we? That's, uh, that's all the questions um, that I can tell. So I think people are pretty happy. We had about 20 or so people logged on at once. Thank you all for nice. tuning in and the questions. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, thank you everyone. And uh, thank you, Scott. This was a great, uh, great conversation. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to share some of your, uh, your experience. And I'm super happy that uh, that you're with us. And we're going to be doing um, we're going to be doing another live broadcast next Wednesday, same time at noon. I believe it's going to be with uh, with Jason, uh, right, Kyler? Yeah, he confirmed with me today. Oh, uh, he's good. All right, so he's that might be too. a wild one. <laughs> that might be a little wilder. And that's going to be the subject is going to be you know the state of Magento now and. Um, what's going on with the latest releases of Magento and what type of uh, bugs are in, you know, are, have been happening and, you know, just the landscape uh, of what's going on with Magento these days. So that's going to be, uh, that's going to be fantastic. Awesome guys. Well, if that's everything, Sky, if you have anything, final words to say, say it now. <laughs> <laughs> Work with Simply PHP because <laughs> we're very Actually, next time, if we could do, uh, if we could do uh, a very even uh, Laravel specific, you know, framework, any of the the development specific podcasts, uh, I would love to be on. Be All on right. Well, everyone that just heard Scott comment, if you want to see that comment, what you want to <laughs> see from us, we are here to provide value for you guys. So, yeah, we, uh, we, we know the ex we're the expertise. So the best thing to do is talk about it. Yeah. Okay.
That's a great idea. This is just going to evolve from here. This is the second one we've done in this type of format. Uh, we did one yesterday, so um, I love it personally. I think it's great. Uh, I love that we can bring on, uh, uh, you know, employees and experts in in certain fields uh, to just talk. So that's great. And of course, the most important thing is I enjoy my job. I love it, <laughs> and I look forward to development. Thank you, Scott. Thank you Thanks, guys so Tyler. much. Thank you both. Have a great day, everyone. Uh, we'll let you have a lunch now. <laughs> All, right. All right. Take, Take care, care, everybody. See ya. Bye. Yeah.